0: you a three-minute digest of what happened in china's business sector this is china business now by 21st century business herald hi everyone i'm Stephanie coming up on today's program china's property developers restart overseas born financing after a five-month hiatus and china plans to have 80 percent of evs in public transport by 2025 Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. Chinese state-owned real estate companies restarted overseas bond issuances in January after five months of suspension, paving the way for a rebound of the industry as more companies are expected to follow suit. In January, the developers such as China Jingmao and Yuexiu Group took the lead in successfully issuing bonds in Macau, according to a media report, marking the resumption of overseas bond issuances five months after suspension. China Resources had the highest financing amount in January, totaling 3.5 billion yuan, with an average interest rate of 2.17%, according to media reports. And Wanda Commercial Management Group plans to issue 300 million US dollars of three-year term bonds in Singapore, its second US dollar bond issuance this year. It sold a 400 million US dollars bond in Singapore in mid-January. While the total non-bank financing of real estate enterprises amounted to 50.85 billion yuan in January, a year-on-year decrease of 33.1%, as data released by China Index Academy on Tuesday showed, things are taking a positive turn followed by the resumption. Affected by the week-long spring festival holidays, the total amount of non-bank financing in January decreased year-on-year due to the tough economic situation, but the decline narrowed year-on-year, China Index Academy said, suggesting that industry financing has entered a relatively stable period after a year of adjustment. Experts also noted that the resumption of overseas financing by leading developers shows that confidence in Chinese real estate companies among overseas investors and their credit level has also risen, reflecting the positive effect of a series of support policies, including lower interest rates and down payments. China aims to increase the share of electric vehicles in the public transport system to 80% in key areas, including bus and taxi services, by 2025, as the country accelerates its steps to promote green transformation amid booming new energy vehicle development. According to a pilot plan of the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology and seven other ministries, China will speed up the full electrification of vehicles used in public transportation between 2023 and 2025 and the building of a charging and swapping infrastructure system that is moderately advanced, well-balanced, intelligent and efficient. The country also set the target of adding the same number of public charging piles as the number of EVs newly added to the public transport sector. The number of charging stores for public transport vehicles is also expected to be no less than 10% of that for passenger cars on expressways, the plan said. Moving on to some regional highlights. Authorities of central China's Henan province announced on Tuesday that all commercial housing projects supported by local government loans should be completed by the end of October 2023. Relevant authorities of the province vow to fully implement multiple financial supportive measures to increase sales, while real estate projects will be supported with favorable policies, including bank loans before delivery. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future Guangdong authorities on Wednesday announced a framework of 66 measures governing the hunting Cooperation Zone that will further bind the future of Macau to the Chinese mainland. The set of rules made public is set to become effective on March the 1st, which covers the administration system in the area and its planning, construction and management as well as industrial development. Besides, the Hunting authorities are also looking to build a system for Macau residents that would cover schooling, employment, entrepreneurship, livelihood and social services. Next on industry and company news, immigration authorities across China on Monday handled 676,000 exits and entries, hitting a record high since the COVID-19 outbreak, the National Immigration Administration said Tuesday. Monday's figure jumped by 124.2% from the average daily entry and exit trips before January 8 and accounted for nearly 37% of the pre-pandemic level. Landport with Hong Kong and Macau saw 568,000 entries and exits on Monday, accounting for 84% of the daily total. The relaunch of outbound group tours has triggered a growing resumption of international flight, with China's southern airlines increasing its international capacity to resume an open 40-day round-trip route to 12 destinations. As of Monday, it has operated a total of 50 international and regional routes, with a weekly flights total of 82. China Eastern Airlines said that its international and regional flights and those of its subsidiaries will return to 60 and reach 410 flights per week as of February 28. The resumed route will mainly be to Southeast Asia, Hong Kong, Macau and Taiwan. Shares of 360 security technology soared by the daily Limits for a second day on Wednesday after the Chinese internet security firm revealed plans to launch a chat GPT-like AI chatbot as soon as possible, following a similar move by search engine giant Baidu. The firm's AI Research Institute has been investing in AI-generated contents technology, it said yesterday, but it is currently for internal use only and there remains a big gap with the technology level of ChatGPT3. Shot video platform Douyin does not have any plans to launch a nationwide takeaway service next month, an insider at the app said Wednesday. After rumors circulating on social media yesterday that said Douyin would launch a food delivery service in China on March the 1st, Douyin is testing takeaway services in some pilot cities in cooperation with Elmer the insider said, adding that the firm also has a group buying delivery service business that is due in the trial phase in Beijing, Shanghai and Chengdu. Chinese automaker Gili Automobile Holdings reported growing vehicle sales in overseas markets in January, the company said in a filing on Tuesday. Gili exported 15,105 vehicles in January, up about 9% year-on-year. The sales grew 35% year-on-year in the Middle East, 36% in Latin America, and 393% in the pan-European market. Geely sold 103,452 units last month, down 29% from the same period in 2022. The first electric SUV equipped with a ternary solid-liquid hybrid lithium battery developed by Chinese lithium producer Ganfeng Lithium will debut this year, units of the battery material giant announced yesterday. Sirius will use Ganfeng Li Energy's hybrid lithium battery in its Series 5 SUV, which will hit the market this year. Major retailers in China slashed the price of Apple's high-end iPhone 14 models in a rare move after Apple reported a 5% year-on-year decline in revenue last quarter. Apple's online stores on JD.com, China's major e-commerce platform, showed a markdown of 800 yuan for the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max models on Monday, with an additional 50 yuan off if the buyer became a member of the online store. A basic iPhone 14 Pro is sold 10% off at 7,199 yuan. Chinese lithium salt producer Ya Hwa Industrial Group said late Tuesday it had inked a deal to supply South Korean chemical and electric battery giants LG Chem with 30,000 tons of battery-grade lithium hydroxide over four years, according to an agreement the pair signed yesterday. Switching gears to financial news, China's central bank said on Tuesday that it has signed a memorandum of understanding on setting up yuan clearing arrangements in Brazil with the Central Bank of Brazil. The establishment yuan clearing arrangements in Brazil will help Chinese and Brazilian firms and financial institutions with cross-border transactions using the yuan, further facilitating bilateral trade and investment, the People's Bank of China said in a statement. Wrapping up a quick look at stock markets. Chinese stocks failed on Wednesday, with the benchmark Shanghai Composite losing 0.5% and the Shenzhen Components 0.6%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index also closed 0.1% lower and the tech index dropped 1.9%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.